Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hi, everyone. This is Marge Bowen. I'm with Mystic Margaritas and my good friend here, Margaret Miller, and we're so happy you joined us on this beautiful January day. Happy New Year's to everyone. We are going to go a little bit different this next couple of broadcasts. Um, today, Margaret Miller is actually going to interview me, Marge Bowen, and next Monday, I am going to interview her. So um, it's kind of fun, but, you know, we started out this broadcast by talking about different ideas, different concepts, things to think about that help us in our own growth as we, as we're, we live this beautiful journey of our lives. And, uh, but it's kind of fun for you to know a little bit more about who we are and our background and, and why we're even here talking about this. So, um, so Margaret, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you and we will begin this process if that's all right. Wonderful. Happy new year, Marge. I'm so excited to, be here. yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be here with you today and to find out some things about your journey. So to start us out, um, why don't you uh, tell us how, how did you end up on this path? How did you end up on the path of the mystic, on the path of the healer? Or, <laughs> or what do you call your path, too? <laughs> or whatever you call yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I don't know that, I'm not sure any of us start out, you know, with in mind that, that I am starting on this path to be a mystic. I certainly didn't didn't do that. And life is interesting when we sit back and, and observe how we got to where we are. And, you know, um, every experience I had in my youth and up to this point has shaped me to be who I am and what I can offer people right now in my, in my practice. And um, so as a child, I was, I grew up in um, a family of five. So I had two siblings. I was the middle child of two brothers. And, um, you know, it was a day and a time where children really should be seen and not heard. And so there wasn't much avenue for expressing who I was. I was just the dutiful daughter and, and um, didn't, you know, wasn't encouraged to speak my mind or to express my thoughts and feelings and things like that. And so I became very sensitive, I think, as a result. And I've seen that pattern in, in uh, other people that I work with as well, that if you grow up a silent child, it's very throat chakras. I grew up a silent child. And so you, you just read everybody's messages of who you should be. And so then you try to adapt to that idea of who you, who you should be, whether it's your parents, your siblings, your church. Uh, I did grow up in, in a, a, a church that, that it was the um, LDS church. And um, I, so there, everything about growing up like that I learned to 
be who everyone else wanted me to be. And even to the point where I remember in my, oh, I was probably around 12, maybe, and uh, having a teacher in a church class go around and say, okay, I want everyone to tell me what you want in life. And there were about maybe eight other girls my age sitting in that in that circle. And one by one, they would each say, oh, I want to get married in, in the temple and have kids and blah, blah, blah. And I'd listen to all these answers. And by the time it, ga- it got to me, I just pretty much parroted that same answer because I had no idea. I had no idea and didn't feel free to say I have no idea. And so this led to um, and this was the 60s when I grew up. And so there was a lot going on in our in our country uh, about stepping into about freedom and and really pushing against um, the the rules of life and the rules of our uh, the older generation and that we'd learn and and uh, you know rocking it up with rock and roll and things like that so it was a fun time to grow up and and but when I went into my seven in into this dec- 70 decade uh, in my 20s I basically threw the baby out with the bathwater so I got out on my own and saw this world and thought, oh, my, this is really great. I'm going to go for this. And so I really left behind things I had learned and sort of began this unconscious journey into a marriage and having a child, which, you know, having the child was really my really such a lesson in heart connection for me, uh, ending in a pretty traumatic divorce at in my around 30, or maybe 31. And that was when I became broken open, there's this phrase, you know, broken open. And that really was the beginning of my spiritual path, because I was brought to my knees um, by living the life pretty much unconsciously, (laughs) and not really understanding who I am, and obviously being extremely emotionally suppressed. And uh, not knowing anything about that part of me. And so that was the beginning of learning about me. And I went to, you know, I went to counseling, which was extremely helpful. I was busy building a career in the business world. Um, I worked for a computer corporation at the time was the second largest computer corporation. And it was a time when technology was just launching. So it was a fun time to be with this large company and so many smart people I was working with and, you know, having a lot of fun and working hard and, and all of that. Um, At the same time uh, of coming to my knees. So it was an interesting time. But then I began, I, I had a move, I actually moved to another state. And I had a dream that I wanted to go back to school. I wanted to get my degree. No one in my family had had a bachelor's degree. And I did go to a tech school uh, when I got out of high school, but I really wanted an education. And my dad thought this was not a good idea because I worked for a company where I made really good money and had terrific benefits. And it was all very true. I did. And he grew up at a time where, you know, you had, you didn't get many good benefits and you worked hard and didn't get it paid a lot, right? He was a manager of a retail shop and uh, worked hard all of his life. And so um, that was his perspective, but I still wanted a degree. So I went back to school as a, in my early thirties and I had a son at home and it was actually a wonderful time in my life 
because I wasn't working when my son was in school. I was actually, when he was out of his school, I was home with him. So I had all that time with him. And then, and then I was in school when he was in school and I loved being in school. I loved having this world just cracked open for me. And um, however, that, so I listen, it was kind of the first time in my life where I really, really listened to my heart about work, about something I wanted to do. And I made that happen. And however, my head was still ruling a bit because I majored in marketing because it made a lot of sense. My heart, though, was actually being pulled in a different direction because I had a friend who was going to uh, counsel, majoring in counseling. And I found it fascinating what she was learning. So there it was still, I was still struggling between the heart and the head. And as I continued down this path, I worked in the business world again after I finished school um, for a number of years. But then uh, something interesting happened. My husband and I, he was laid off. And so we decided to start a business. And we moved, we sold our house, we moved to a different city started a business neither of us knew anything about and was on that little path for a while and which was interesting learned a lot and then we eventually sold the business and moved again and a little closer to my family this started a journey that was kind of piecemeal i was on this hunt for work that i really wanted to do for work that i would love and uh, did several different things like um, got a real estate license and was a business broker. Um, I, what else did I do? It just seemed like I did two or three different things. And looking for work I wanted to do, started to read articles, actually heard an interview on the radio, and they were talking about massage therapy. Now, at this time, I had, I had thought, hmm, maybe I'll go get my master's in counseling. And then my son was still in high school. I thought, no, I don't want to go back to school right now. And then I considered going to school for a music therapy degree because I, I love music. And that would require me to actually move. They didn't have anything close to where I lived and also get a performance degree. And I knew myself well enough to know I didn't want a performance degree. <laughs> I didn't want to perform. <laughs> and so um, I listened to this radio show about massage therapy and thought, oh, that's really interesting. I have no idea. Any, I don't really don't know anything about that. But I went down to the massage school. I explored it. I looked at the catalog and it opened up this whole world of what? What is, what is acupressure? What is craniosacral therapy? What are all these therapies? What is this? And so I decided to enroll in massage school. And it was during this wonderful uh, nine-month education that I began to see and all the masks that I had been wearing, having grown up in the way that I grew up, having grown up professionally in the work world, in the, in the corporate environment, and could see that I still was wearing masks and began to remove each of those masks to uncover even deeper who I am. And I'll always be so grateful for that experience. Um, I was exposed to kinesiology at that time when I was in massage school. Loved the instructor, Ann Bogdano, loved her. And didn't really understand the concept of kinesiology, learned a muscle test, learned about meridians and how they link in with the muscles, but I didn't really quite get it. 
Um, and so, but I went on to take more classes from Anne. And it was in that process that I began to see the potential of the work that I do now. And um, I'm, I may want to wait just a minute, Margaret, to start that process after our break. I think it's a good point with which to break. Okay. <laughs> we can we can get we can allow that. We can give you a break Yay, from, thank you. from that. I'm so excited to um, hear about your journey and I really uh, just wanted to um, say something about the masks and how um, I can see how like that that really is a a point where you um, started into the mystic because when you when you start recognizing that false self or that mask it, it I could feel that um, the juiciness of of the inf of the unfolding that was going to happen from that you know there's so much on this journey that is intuitive in nature I mean I really didn't know but something in me my spirit my soul in me really did um want to take off. And I remember reading uh, Women Who Run With the Wolves. I've mentioned that before. And she, she tells the story about the ugly duckling. And I could really relate to being the ugly duck, duckling and to wanting to burst out of that and find my own beauty. Right. Wonderful. Okay. So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So we're here, 
as Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm with Margaret Miller. And we're doing interviews today and next Monday. And today I'm being interviewed. And when we left um, on break, I was beginning to talk about this experience I had and exposure to kinesiology in massage school. And, you know, at this time, Margaret, I, my mother had gone, I had gone through some, uh, my mother had gone through some health issues, and I had just come out of a traumatic divorce, and I was actually starting to have panic attacks. That's not a fun thing to have you, you really, when you're having a panic attack, as, as our listeners probably well know, um, you start to feel like you're losing control, and you go into a loop of fear that changes your whole physiology. You start to, I, I did, I started to hyperventilate, and I didn't understand them, but so I went on antidepressants at that time, and when I, when I was in massage school, and I took kinesiology, I began to learn about the connection between our energy channels and our physiology, and how to get information about that through the use of muscle testing. Now, it was such a different way of looking at how we exist physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually and energetically that I didn't quite understand all of it, but I did go on to take classes from Anne Bogdanow. And it was somewhere in that process of, of being in her classes that I, I all of a sudden saw the potential of what could happen when we could literally talk to and get information from ourselves or others on all levels of our existence. And because I knew, you know, I knew we could get in from, you know, you can kind of pick up some information when you're doing energy work. It's kind of quiet work most of the time. And I knew about massage and how you could feel tension and, you know, uh, read the body in a certain way. Um, and, but I did, you know, this was a new way of looking at things that we can really communicate with, with stress on all these levels of existence. And that was an exciting prospect for me. So when I finished school, massage school, I actually opened a practice and began seeing clients for a massage. But at the same time, I went on to get more education in, kinesi in uh, energy kinesiology. And um, synchronously, and this is where the magic really, in my opinion, started to happen, because when I look back now, I can't even tell you how it happened, but I, I got certified to teach uh, kinesiology called Touch for Help. And it was at that certification class that there was a, a group of us that we learned, we kind of got to know each other. And one of, one of them, I think it was Eloise, said, we need to have Adam come from California and teach us applied physiology. So she arranged that. I'm pretty sure it was her that arranged all that. And he came out and taught us. And all of a sudden, after so much time, we had instructors coming from all around the world to teach this group of students kinesiology because, you know, um, kinesiology in this country isn't organized like it is in Europe and in Australia. Um, it's, it comes from applied kinesiology or the chiropractic world. It's not like academic kinesiology and it, it, it does utilize muscle testing. And as energy kinesiologists, we do not diagnose and prescribe. Uh, we assess, we assess stress. We assess stress in your body. We assess stress in the energy fields. We assess stress 
in function, in the physiology, uh, neurology, all of that. And because muscles, muscle testing is, is used, um, muscles talk to the brain constantly. It's how we move and how we know where we are in space and time. And so a muscle test is simply putting a muscle in contraction and applying a little pressure to it to see if that conversation with the brain is intact. And um, if you become very skilled at it, you can feel the, 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 the very subtle change of that communication with the brain and that alerts you to some kind of stress. You don't know what that stress is until you begin to explore that with, with a frequency language called kinesiology, energy kinesiology. And so I, uh, the neuro is the musc muscle part because that is a neurological connection that we're working with. So it's neuro energy kinesiology and that's what I call myself. So I took a lot of classes. I got a lot of education. It took years. So there was the, there was the learning the information, but then because I'm taking all this all the, I'm getting all this education from different instructors. You have to learn how to integrate it. You have to learn how to play with it and bring it all in and make it all work together, not just separately. And then I went from there to figuring out, now what do I bring to the table? Yes, I have this body of knowledge, but what is my true gift and unique approach to this work? And that was, that, that's when it really became profound, not just for me, but for my clients as well, because that was where the magic was. So this whole journey of living them, and there's so much in between everything I'm saying, um, for example, well, we're going to get into other questions, but I just really learned, and by the way, let me go back to the panic attacks. It was kinesiology and learning some skills in that, that I teach my clients that taught me um, to move out of panic attacks. And I was challenged in massage school by a friend and she said, well, Marge, if you believe that the body can heal itself, then why don't you get off the antidepressants? And I remember hearing that and going, oh, I can't get off antidepressants. And then I realized what I was thinking and thought, wow, isn't that interesting? Yes, I do believe that I can heal my body. And so I did, I went off the antidepressants in, in an appropriate way. And I began using these tools that I was learning in school to manage when I'd begin into a panic attack, I'd start using them and it would, I wouldn't go into it. And then I started with all that I'd learned about the mind body, I started looking at why did the panic attacks even begin? What was the root of those mm -hmm. panic attacks? And I started doing timelines. And of course, when you go to kinesiology classes, you're getting balanced yourself. And so I'm getting all this work and layer by layer um, was peeled away so that I really had a good understanding why I was, I even ended up in that place. And so it was that journey and many other journeys that I had that really enriched my ability to see the relationship between our experiences, our survival self, um, our, how we are on all levels of our existence and how we can get confused in that existence and how to begin to move out of it, to be in a much healthier place and live life the way we want to live it, create, create it the way we want to create it. Wow. 
<laughs> this is a beautiful journey that you're uh, taking us through. Um, so in that, in these discoveries and and throughout your life, what have been, do you think, the 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 most important philosophies that you live by? I think that as I learned more about myself and about, you know, come, who I was when I was married in the first marriage, I'm, I, I remarried some years after that, and I'm still married to my husband. I've been married for 34 years now. Um, but it was an honest assessment of me, and it was taking responsibility that this is what I created. So that was really helpful, number one, to take responsibility for myself. And in massage school, of course, and as I learned about the healing world, uh, kinesiology, for example, is based on self-responsibility. You know, if, if I have a client come in who, you know, is maybe in victim energy, so I have no power, everyone else has the power, and I'm, this is happening to me, you're doing this to me, we're not going to make very much progress until, until that individual shifts into a place of self-responsibility. And in, in order to do that, I really feel like we need to be humbled. And boy, was I humbled, right? When my life fell apart, when my marriage fell apart, and um, I went through all the hardship of that, that was a humbling experience. That's what I call the two by four method. <laughs> I wasn't able to wake up on my own. I wasn't able to, you know, to change an aspect of myself. I think I was just too survival based. I was too just trying to live. And um, but when all of that happened in a failed relationship, then I had an opportunity. And I, I have to say, I don't know. I don't remember thinking it was a choice at the time. Um, it was necessary for me to go to counseling, you know, because I was so miserable. And so, and so that began to wake me up. And that I think helped along with other things along the way after that to, to teach me that I am responsible for what I think, for what um, I believe, for the people in my life, for the work that I do. And um, I had certainly learned the lesson that I can change what I do because I left the corporate world and started the healing path. Um, and there was more to, more to learn, of course, but self-responsibility and choice, that we always have a choice in every moment. And I may respond in such a way that, that it seems like I'm coming from a place of no choice. But when I distance myself from that response and observe my feelings and my thoughts prior to that and in that, I was able to realize, yes, I had a choice in that moment. So now going forward, I know in this kind of situation, I have choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really such an important thing to, um, to live by. And I like, um, you know, when we, when we recognize that, that we're not the victims, that we do have, that we are responsible for everything that's happening, you know, what opens up for us. And, and it, responsibility turns, it 
what it feels like to me as I was listening to you is that 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 awareness of responsibility isn't like responsibility as a burden. It's responsibility as this, um, as a joyful life, as a as a really beautiful way to create a life. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that interpretation, Margaret, because that it's re- that really goes from this living in fear. And that's the survival piece I'm talking about is when we are fear driven Mm -hmm. and most of the thoughts and beliefs are based in fear, which I learned that really well when I was growing up. That's why I didn't speak out much. Right. Um, Shifting that then into thoughts that are more empowering, becoming more empowered. That allows us to embrace choice. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. So I'm noticing that we're getting close to uh, another break. So let's um, go ahead and do that now. And then when we come back, um, I'd like to hear, uh, unless you have more to say about the philosophies, um, I'd love to um, find out a little bit what what it's like to have a session with you, what that's all about. So um, we'll go there. So you're just... Okay, good. So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas. And we are, we are on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bone. I'm with Margaret Miller. And Margaret, I just wanted to point out that I'm wearing my pearls because the name Margaret, and I go by Marge, but my name is Margaret, um, means pearl. So I'm wearing my pearls today as I am the one interviewed and I get to share what uh, my journey and how it is. I kind of tuned into the mystic life and um, we're going to discuss now. I'm going to talk about my sessions and what a neuroenergy kinesiology session looks like. It's very different. It's always hard to explain people, you know, even when you explain it and people come and and experience it, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, that's hard to explain. (laughs) But because it is quite complex and it's very unique, it's a very unique way of of working with someone um, to discover their own process and their own path of healing. And um, what it looks like is that when people come to see me, 
it, I just see them face to face or by phone. And energy is not bound by, you know, space and time. And so uh, we can do energy work over the phone. And when we do, when I do sessions over the phone, I'm actually using myself as a surrogate because I do utilize muscle testing when I work with people. So if you're coming to my office, you're laying on a table on your back and I am accessing a muscle called the brachioradialis where I am, you're contracting it, I'm applying pressure and I begin to work because neuroenergy kinesiology is a language, it's a frequency language. Everything is about frequency, our thoughts, our emotions, the desk I'm sitting at, the chair I'm sitting on, um, everything is about frequency. And so in kinesiology, it's a frequency language where I'm getting biofeedback through the muscles, but I'm also utilizing what are called yoga mudras and their hand modes. Okay. And so there's a hand mode for organ and gland and chakra. Um, I also touch points on the body that accesses the meridian energy and meridians are energy channels under the skin that link into organs and glands and also the muscles. And then I'm also working with the chakra fields and, and the another la and layers of energy around our whole body in the shape of an egg. They all work together in interesting ways and have relationships. And, um, and so I know those relationships along with um, our survival processes. And so I specialize in brain integration. And I've learned kinesiology that allows me to check in on the what's happening in the brain and the limbic system specifically. And am I in a survival process that I don't even know about because it's subconscious processing? And if so, then how is that influencing my life today? What age seems, do I seem to be operating from? What belief do I seem to be operating from? And what new belief is possible based on that? Um, it's, it's quite a journey. And so as I begin this work, I of course have, before we even start the work, I'm talking to clients about, well, what is the stress we're working with? What, how is that manifesting in your body or in your life, in your relationships, you know, uh, uh, mentally, anxiety, you know, how, what is the stress? And then I also spend time asking them what, where they, what they want to create, because we are all so geared toward negative thinking and seeing the negative in things that we know clearly what we don't want. It's much harder to identify what it is we do want to create. And so I spend time asking questions and, and getting helping the client get clear on what it is they want to create based on the stress they came in to see me about. And then we actually get at a, a goal for the session. And the goal is an I am statement typically. So it's about I, I am focused and calm or I easily answer questions in a test or whatever it is, you know, my body moves easily and comfortably. So it can be really anything. And then I muscle test that. And when I muscle test it, I have them say the goal, I am whatever. And then I muscle test a couple of different muscles and help them see and feel if the muscle locks or the muscle unlocks. Because again, 
that's the stress of that positive goal will change the conversation between the muscle and the brain. And I can, I can feel that and, and my clients can feel that. And then, so it goes low energy, if you will. So now we're talking about reading energy and I help my clients feel the difference in, in lower energy, neutral energy or strong energy. And so that begins the journey of finding everything in the body, in the mind, in the emotional self, in the energetic self, in the spirit soul about where the stress is in me accomplishing that I am statement. It's a beautiful process. And I've learned that my gift in doing this is that I am able to see the spirit soul and where that is. And then the survival ego self and where that is and what needs to happen to bring them closer together. That's my gift. That's what I can see. And I see, I see it by listening to the answers, by asking questions, you know, that go deeper for the client. And I get information intuitively. I know I do because I hear things and I check it out. I don't ever assume. And I also check it out through a muscle test because we can move very quickly into our ego self and, and think our mental self and say, I know this, but there can, can be a conflict between what the ego mind knows, thinks it knows, and what the spirit knows. There can be a disconnect and it can, it can actually show up through muscle testing. And so that's how I narrow that gap between, you know, how we operate day to day in our, in our mental ego self versus our spirit soul self. And of course, I feel like the journey of life is closing that gap so that I can operate most of the time connected to my soul spirit self mm -hmm. and see when I'm not so I can quickly bring myself back to being in this place. And that's what I help my clients with. So I that brought up a question um, for me, and so how uh, or what do you find is the kind of client, or what is the issue, or the the types of issues that you um, see the most? The most, if if there is such a thing. You know, you know what's interesting. There there isn't because it's all over the place. I mean, sometimes I'm working with someone who is in the process of being treated for cancer. And sometimes I'm working with someone who has traumatic brain injury. Um, and so they're very different approach. And sometimes I'm working with someone who's going through a traumatic divorce. Mm -hmm. So it can be a relationship issue. It can be a physical functioning issue. It can be a, um, it can be a law, a, a stuck and lost, mm -hmm. you know, it can be anxiety. Anxiety is probably a really common one either way. And, with all of them, there, there are commonalities, right? There, there are stresses, there are, it's a dissonance, it's a disconnect in some ways. And it's all about connection. I really like to view our ourselves as living matrix. We are a living matrix. And there's a lot of communication that's going on in that matrix, in that living matrix. There's communication between the cells with their 
you know, there's electromagnetic biochemical communication. There's communication between the conscious and the subconscious. There's communication between the energy fields and the physiology, between the energy fields and the psyche. There's, it's all about communication. And so when we're in a place of dis-ease, if you will, or dissonance or stress, there's been a communication breakdown. There's been a disconnect of some kind. And so my language allows me to begin the fun part for my job, which is being like a little detective and going to find where all of those disconnects are so that we can clear that stress and they are able to start moving through and actually laying, you know, clearing uh, the blocks, the stagnation of energy, um, clearing the stressful firing so that they can start laying down more effective firing in the body, in the neurology. Yeah. And so that, was, really that really led me to the, the next question, which was, uh, what do you love most about what you do? Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, and that, that detective work, that, mm -hmm. that intimate engaging with a client and their path, their journey, that being able to see the beauty of their soul and spirit before they can. And I'm not saying I know them better than they know themselves. That's not what I'm saying. It's, it's almost hard to describe. I think it's an energy and I think you know what I mean, Margaret, but it really is hard to describe. But I really can see the best of, I get a glimpse of the best of who they are. And I can see the journey that they're struggling on as I learn, you know, as we, we talk. And then um, I get to be the detective and go find out where they're stuck and feed that back to them so that they begin, light bulbs begin to come on for them. And that is the real fun for me. And, you know, uh, a uh, quite a while ago, I took that, I don't know if you've ever heard of Strengths Finder, but I, you know, went through all the, the, the testing of that and found out all of my top five strengths every one of them are perfectly um, are perfect for what I do. They, I am engaging all of my top five strengths when I'm doing the work that I do, because it's got the intimacy. I get to help someone really see what their journey is and how to move forward on that. And I, and I get to um, engage all of this beautiful work that I know. So that I love to live in that mystic land and that's what I'm doing when I'm working. <laughs> yeah yeah so who knew how did, who knew that you were a detective who of, knew yeah of spirit and soul ah, <laughs> love that that really is beautiful <laughs> so so if you weren't doing this work what would you be doing yeah, boy, I'll tell you what, you know, we, you and I talked about this question and I, I, I thought, oh my gosh, what would I be doing? And, you know, I just, I think probably I, okay, I, I have to say two things, two, two different things. I would either be a singer performing, even though I said I didn't want to perform earlier in life. If I could get over that fear, I'd be performing. Or I think I'd be working working in the natural world. I don't know if I'd be a marine biologist because I'm so... I just love swimming. Yeah, I love the marine life and connecting with those creatures and being in the ocean. And But also I love being 
out in nature and, you know, seeing the vastness of, of plant and animal life. So I'd probably be working, I'd be following weather, I'd probably be one of those crazy people following tornadoes. I love weather. I love knowing about weather and experiencing weather, you know, I'd probably be one of those crazy tornado chasers. <laughs> I can see it, Marge. All right. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's in, and uh, chasing the external tornadoes instead of the internal ones. Right? There you go. Yes. Probably reflects a little chaos within me. I don't know. I kind of like a little, I, I can, as you know, I can be a little wild. My energy can be a little wild and chaotic. <laughs> There's part of me that loves that. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Probably why we uh, get along so well. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think. Okay, so let's take uh, a, a break now. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. This is Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. And we're doing interviews today, and I'm being interviewed next Monday. Margaret's going to be interviewed. And, we, you know, we both thought this, this would be a fun thing to do um, because, you know, we talk a lot about... Um, we discuss in this broadcast what we love, what things can really help us move along in this mystical life that we can create for ourselves and how do we do that and what do we need to consider. And so we thought it would be helpful for you to learn a little more about us. And that's why we're doing the interviews. And so, uh, Margaret, before break, we were talking about my sessions. And I just wanted to... Um, I wanted to just t go forward and talk about the classes that I teach um, because once I finished massage school and uh, started this journey of learning about kinesiology, I did learn, uh, I did get certified to teach several different classes um, of kinesiology. And I love teaching. And when I teach people, Touch for Health, for example, is about, and anyone can go to the Touch for Health website, um, in this country, uh, I believe it's TFHKA, so Touch for Health Kinesiology Association.org. Um, but Touch for Health is a wonderful beginning kinesiology course because it teaches the, 
the relationship between the muscle muscle testing, so the muscles, the meridian system, and the organs and glands, and how to begin to assess meridian imbalance by going through 14 muscle tests, uh, testing and correcting those muscles to open up the meridian system and allow flow. And um, so that's a very fun class for me to teach. And I used to teach at the massage schools, actually, and then have done a lot of private um, classes as well and and for the um, massage association and things like that in Utah. And uh, but there are other classes, too. For example, one is called um, Your DNA is Not Your Destiny. And I love that class because it teaches people that, you know, when we have these stresses, these mental, emotional stresses or any stress, really um, stress, whether it's our way of thinking or what we eat or you know, there's all kind, you know, toxicity, there's all kinds of stresses we encounter living our lives that can flag genes and that genes all by themselves are genetic composition. It will not, you know, genes are expressed by things, by these toxins and by stresses, thinking stresses and things like that. Epigenetic teaches us that just because we're predispositioned with a certain gene, it doesn't mean that gene's going to get expressed. So the question is, what expresses it? And so your DNA is not your destiny teaches about that and teaches different tools that that people can use to clear stresses, different kinds of stresses, to minimize the expression of of genetic predisposition. So that's a fun course. Um, So these classes that I teach are a lot of fun and can be found on my website, which is my name. So it's www.margebowen.com. And if anyone listening in would like more information about my sessions or my classes, they can find me on my website, but also you can email me at, again, my name, Marge, M-A-R-G-E, Bowen, B-O-W-E-N, at gmail.com. Wonderful. And so I had a question about the, your DNA is not your destiny class and how, how, uh, how long of a class is that? What, what is the- It's a full day. It's a one day class and it comes with a booklet that has oh, like four different, uh, four different types of, of uh, correction techniques um, and a protocol, of course, with which to follow and to find um, where the stress is and what needs to be cleared. And also, um, also what the major fear is that might be operating under the stress. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's an that, intriguing course. That sounds like a wonderful class. <laughs> so I have one final question for you, Marge, for today. And that is, if you had one message for the world right now, what, what is that? What's your, what's your current message for the world? You know, it really is that we are, we are energy. We are spirit. And understanding and learning about our energy fields is so empowering. That has been such an empowering part of my life because it's taught me how to, how to, how to view things symbolically. It's given me um, tools with which to observe my own shadow, my own challenges, and given me tools in learning how to overcome those 
that shadow or those challenges. And so I think there's so much that we can do for ourselves and empower ourselves with in terms of understanding and understanding ourselves and the world by viewing it through the eyes of energy and the energy of us and the energy of the world and the energy of each other and how it plays together and what it all means and how we can change that and what we can create. So um, that really is it, that we are more than just our physical self, that we are empowered with this incredible intelligence of our energy or spirit, and that we can tap into that to really support ourselves in creating the, the best of who we are so that the world can be the best of who, you know, I'm an idealist, I think, so, you know, I want, I want us to progress and I want us to be, be what we can be, the best of what we can be so that the world is the best of what it can be. Mm. Ooh, that's delicious. That is delicious, <laughs> isn't it? I do want to just, since we're running out of time, uh, I had a special offer I'd like to extend. Um, you know, if anyone listening to this is interested, I would like to offer you a free chakra assessment. I, it's, it's a page that I email you. It's a questionnaire. I email you, you fill it out and you get, you get a sense of um, which chakras might be challenged for you or chakra at this time. And then um, I also am gifting 15 minutes of my time to sort of interpret that assessment. And if you're interested, just simply email me at margebowen.com, or excuse me, margebowen at gmail. Okay, margebowen at gmail. Wonderful. Thanks for that offer. That's that's a, a good plan, you guys. I've, yeah. I've experienced Marge's work, and it's it really is a, an amazing um, shift in your energy. So. Thanks, Margaret. And I'm really looking forward to Monday when I get to interview you. <laughs> well, you've been doing a great job being in the hot seat today, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let me ask you questions about you and, and um, really taking us on a wonderful uh, journey. So I really very much appreciate uh, getting to hear about more about you and more about your life and your work. Such a beautiful thing. Thank you, Margaret. It's always fun to share the journey. It's fun to look back on the journey and see the pieces. I tend to be a big picture girl. And so it's fun to look back and see the intelligence of a journey. Mm -hmm. And it's important for us to hear each other's stories. I think I that agree. this is very, very important. So thank you so much, everyone, for uh, listening today and, and whenever you listen to this. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for being on. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.